welcome you to the Igniting Consciousness Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Natalie Horine, a principal chiropractor alongside my husband, a magnetic alignment coach, a 3-5 manifester in human design, a toxin-free living advocate, and obsessed with all things related to a healthy mind, body, and spirit. My passion is to empower and inspire people to become the highest expression of themselves while recognizing they are the creator of their own reality. I'll share ideas, interviews, and examples that will prompt you to learn more about your true thoughts on yourself, what your true desires are in life, and how you're connected to the world around you. This will happen through human design readings I do with clients, principles of chiropractic, and how true health and healing is expressed from the inside out magnetic alignment recode sessions, and my own personal journal prompts that I receive while in meditation. My hope is that you can have your consciousness ignited to remember that the key to living in a happy and peaceful world all starts by discovering those pieces within you. Hello, hello, everybody. It's Dr. Natalie Horan. So I'll just wait until the connection gets better here. So it looks like it is better now. So I am going to do another live interview with another beautiful woman that I'm really excited. Good friends with her as well here in the local area. Shelly, so I'll be waiting for her to join live in on here. So Shelly is a mama of two and she's a little boy and a little girl passionate about utilizing natural means in the household and doing things that are safe, not only for her, but safe for her family and safe for her kids. And so she utilizes essential oils a lot in many ways and using them for therapeutic purposes. And so I'm really excited to have her join us live here today, having a conversation in relation to utilizing essential oils and in relation to she's really passionate about women's hormone health as well. So we'll really just start to like pick her brain and get some information in relation to utilizing essential oils in the household, not only for your health, but for household uses, maybe even for, you know, cleansing and clearing the area, you know, maybe utilizing them with uh, the babies or the children for various reasons or whatnot. So yeah, I'm just going to wait for Shelly to join us in on here. I wanted to give a little of an introduction of her. She is, goodness, she is like such a passionate mama. We were actually having a conversation recently in relation to breastfeeding and everything because for those of you that don't know I just had my first baby early January and definitely going through like the different changes when it happens with breastfeeding as they're requiring more breast milk and everything else so hello for those that are joining I am waiting for Shelly to join me today we're going to have another interview discussing about the utilization of essential oils around the household for you for your family and how to keep things very natural and and that's what like I'm all about that's what this mama is all about here is doing things that we can do so we can make sure that we're we're doing things that are safe for us and our family there are so many products out there and let alone like baby and kid products and definitely products as far as beauty products and everything else that are just horribly toxic and they're hormone disruptors and this is something that Shelly's very passionate about but hormone disruptors as far as like even like cosmetics for women for body wash deodorants i mean goodness laundry detergents especially fabric softeners are so toxic whenever you put those like dryer sheets in there because you want to make your clothes smell really good and you know possibly decrease the static electricity and such but it is very toxic for the body and so it's like 
utilizing different things. And I know, for instance, like I use wool balls in my dryer, so that way it can help decrease the cling, obviously help separate the clothes and dry them like you want. And you can actually utilize essential oils on your uh, wool balls to still get the, um, like get the, the smelling or the smell that you want and everything else like that. So I don't know if I've been doing it as well because it seems like it doesn't go as far. So I'll pick Shelly's brain in relation to that as well if I can get her to join in on here. So I'm going to like do a quick check so I can see here. So I am actually going to pause this for a little bit and then hopefully we'll get right back on here and have this conversation really soon. Okay, so we're gonna grab Shelly. I'm gonna come back on and I'll come back on live again here in just, oh, there you are, Shelly. Go ahead and tap on that, like join the request. There you go, you got it, girlfriend. All right. Yeah, I was starting to give people the introduction of you, you lovely mom hey. you. You're here. Oh, I'm my here. gosh. Beautiful curls and all. I'm so excited. So <laughs> yes, I was just letting everybody know that, um, like, gosh, mom of two, and then you're, like, super passionate about keeping everything, like, clean and natural and, like, toxin-free and you really found the love and passion utilizing essential oils in your life and lifestyle. So I just really want to pick your brain, open it up. I actually started talking about utilizing wool balls in the dryer yes. because yeah. fabric softener is so toxic and it's a hormone disruptor, let alone there's like carcinogenic stuff on those fabric sheets. So, I mean, I'll just ask right now, do you put yeah. essential oils on the wool balls to like you still know. make things smell good? That was my, so I, when I transitioned from the super toxic and they're toxic, not only because of the carcinogens that are in the dryer sheets, but they're toxic because three different ways you, you wear the clothes all day. So they're rubbing up on the largest organ of your skin, right? Yeah. So your body is absorbing those toxins that come to your clothes from the, from the dryer sheet. Number two, when you dry it in your house, you smell it, that's toxic to your body. And number three, it sits in your closet until you wear it and then you wash it and you wear it again. So again, all this, all this toxicity, we have so much toxicity inside our home. The air in our home is toxic. And there are yeah. so many ways that we can, we can eliminate that toxicity. So Yes, when I first transitioned from using dryer sheets, once I learned, I was like, oh, I've been. <laughs> You're not alone. You're not alone. Oh, man. Once we learn, you know, no better, do better, right? Um, I did. I got some wool dryer balls and I dropped whatever essential oil I could find in the moment on the wool. Like, mm -hmm. I would use three or four wool dryer balls per load and drop like three or four drops on each dryer ball. And, um, you know, in all transparency, I didn't notice a difference in the smell. Well, I mean, there wasn't the, like, uh, Febreze for, for Fresh Mountain Spring whatever. <laughs> or whatever one you're doing to try to hide all the, like, smelliness on your clothes, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I didn't notice a difference in the smell. But it, for me, it was a, a habit thing. I had to put something in the dryer to with my clothes or else it didn't seem right, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and so for me, the transition went from, okay, no more dryer sheets, but oils on the dryer ball in the, dry, in the dry, I don't even use them now. I just stick the clothes in the dryer and just go and we're done. Oh, <laughs> awesome. yeah. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Like mama of two, like now you've got like toddler, what's the next stage between toddler and then like elementary? I don't know, but yeah, you've got like two toddlers basically right well, now. So yeah, she's a little girl now. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, she's, I guess you go from like infant to baby to toddler to, I don't know, just a little girl, little kid. Right? Just a little <laughs> cutie patootie. So I'm saying that because like, you got to do what you got to do and things need to be efficient. And so when it comes to like cleaning and clearing your household or products that you're using or that you're using with your kids, like in the beginning, it's going to seem like a lot, especially if it's your first introduction to it. And then especially it looks like full-time mom, you know, and then like whatever else you're doing around the household, which is everything. And then trying to change all these things up. So let's start to like unpack the conversation around like how you made this switch. Cause when you're even, when we were just talking about like dryer sheets right there, like there's tons of other things that you've made switches with since un- like learning about the toxicity and like hormone disruptors that are in like tons of products that we put on our bodies all the time. Right. And that's kind of my platform for those of you uh, that are familiar with my Instagram page, like hormones, all the things that are disrupting your hormones. And we are meant to be happy, healthy women, but mm. because of, like you said, all of the hormone disruptors. And for those of you that don't know, hormone disruptors are like synthetic fragrances. So perfumes, I used to wear perfume every day. I had no idea that that stuff is toxic. So what it does is there are receptors in, on our cells that can receive a true hormone or a, a xenoestrogen, right? Estrogen is the most common situation that we have where we have an estrogen dominance. When we have estrogen dominance, we have a suppressed progesterone. I just learned this the other day, progesterone. So we know progesterone is like the pregnancy hormone. It keeps us pregnant, helps us get pregnant. Listen to the way it's the word, right? The, the grammar breakdown of it. Progesterone. Pro gestation. Yeah. Isn't that, I love that you're saying that because like as you were saying it, I was like, oh, crap. Look at that. It's telling you exactly what it's helping you with. It is telling you what it's helping you with. And so we have this. We have, it, it's an epidemic, in my opinion, where we as women walk around estrogen dominant because we don't know any better. We've not been trained. We've not been taught that mm-hmm. – um, Oh my goodness. Most of this, all of this stuff, I'm not going to say most, I'm going to say all of this stuff that you're going to find in your commercial grade, bought at the grocery store, um, toothpaste, shampoos, body washes, shaving lotion, lotion, all of them. If you look on the label, learn how to read a label, look on the label. If it says fragrance, don't even pick it up. Not only fragrances, there's so many other, um, chemicals and toxins that will pollute your body and trick your body into thinking that it's an estrogen. So your body absorbs it like, oh, I'm female. I need estrogens, but it's the bad kind of estrogen. So your cells get overloaded with this bad estrogen. And then you have this suppression of progesterone and then you gain weight because progesterone is the weight control hormone. And then you can't sleep because progesterone helps you sleep. And then you can't, uh, you got no libido because progesterone is the libido hormone. You're not conceiving. (laughs) You're not conceiving because progesterone is the ah, progestation. Not only does it help you get pregnant, it helps you stay pregnant. In fact, check this out. So my now five-year-old, she was two and a half. Oh my gosh, she's five now. I can't believe that. Okay. Wow. Um, She was three, no, two when we got pregnant with my son, my son's now two and a half. We actually miscarried the month before we got pregnant with my son. And, (laughs) oh man, no better, do better. My midwife said, wait a few months for your hormones to balance out before you can get pregnant again. I was like, no, like, I want a baby now. (laughs) And so I I started using my, yes. Oh, yes. I do remember you helped me with that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. 
essential oil serum called, well, if you want to know what it's called, send me a message. But it's made with wild yam extracts. And wild, there is a, okay, so started using that again, started using that again when I, when I miscarried because it's progesterone. It's a progesterone supporting oil. I got pregnant the next month. I didn't even have a period. I got pregnant the next month. So, well, I attribute it to a lot of things. But check this out. This serum that I use is made with wild yams. There mm -hmm. is a culture in Nigeria. I'm going to pronounce the name wrong. Yoruba. <laughs> hey, <laughs> girl, it doesn't matter, but just, just give us the goods. Yeah. The point is, wild yams, like the the root vegetable not like the orange ones we buy at the store a specific uh strand of wild yam grows rampant in this culture they are known for twins women just have twins all day long because really? the wild yam acts as an anti-estrogen right so it's going to bring your estrogen levels down which in turn allows your progesterone levels to come up to where they need to be so I started using that serum. I still use it to this day um, to key my estrogen because we can't, we can't avoid when we go to the store and they spray the cart with, you know, the chemicals, all the antibacterial nonsense. It's like people, you can't be so sterile. Like we need to be exposed to things, but we either do. way we do, we <laughs> need the germs. We need to be exposed. Uh, but in, in the, unfortunately, in the society and culture that we live in, it is difficult to avoid all the things. We can work as much as we can. I believe that, that we as women are in charge of the four walls of our home. We are in charge of what comes in the, into the home and what goes into the bodies and on the bodies, you know, skin's the largest organ that we have, yeah. onto the bodies of our babies and our husbands and our family. But once we leave our home, we, we can't fully control all of that. So we have to work on a preventative level. Um, yeah. We have okay. someone on here saying Mexico has a lot of wild yam as well. You can buy a cream by Jason's that you can rub on your, I'll rub on yourself and wild yam in as well. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. So it's, you want the wild yam, you want the, and the cream is good. And that's, I'm assuming that's a, like an over the counter, right? Jason's that's not like yeah. a brand. Yeah. Jason's okay. is a clean brand. Like I use their toothpaste. You still need to look for the ones without fluoride in it, but that's a right. whole nother conversation, but they <laughs> have those available in the Jason's brand. Like they make deodorants as well too. Very cool. I didn't know that Mexico had, thank you, Sarah. Is it Sarah? Thanks for sharing that, Sarah. Uh, so another thing I've learned about creams versus this serum or this oil is the molecules of oils are way smaller than the molecules of cream. So the cream mm. is on top of your skin. The oils are gonna seep into the fatty layer of your skin, which is what Sarah is saying here. You wanna rub it on your fat. So I rub mine on my belly or like my inner thighs. And so yeah. it, it's there on that fat and your body metabolizes it throughout the day. And that's why I've found the serum to be just the most effective thing, not only for you know conceiving and staying pregnant but just staying happy and healthy and sleeping because when you don't sleep you know it's just, it's just whole cascade of oh yeah that's like stress hormone because we know like we, we always like well we need that stress hormone for obvious reasons like a child runs out in front of the the road like we need to make sure we respond to that and everything but then also we need that stress hormone to wake us up in the morning but if it's firing throughout the night which people are like oh yeah I, I, i'm peeing i have to go pee and it's like no, it's actually the, the cortisol that's boosting that it's causing you to wake up and then your body's like, oh, I have to pee. So the, the have to pee is actually like an afterthought of the fact that the cortisol is going up. Right. So, and then estrogen, like you're saying, like, 
with your emotions and your mood, you know what I mean? It's going to, I mean, go from feeling like, like blah, I'm incapable to, oh, I feel like I got my energy to like be the, be the person that I want to be. And then I know I'm fully capable of being right. Right. So more of like, how did you, how did you stumble upon utilizing oils? And then, so just kind of talk about that journey and then how you started incorporating it in your life. Yeah. So it started with this, well, it started with a respiratory oil that I used, I think before I got pregnant with my daughter. Um, but then, so the, the, the story that got me hooked is my daughter was 13 months old, school teacher of elementary kids right here. And I came home from school one day and I was just like a raging mad woman. <laughs> I mean, for lack of a better word, I was just like feeling so crazy. And my girlfriend had been telling me about this serum that I'm talking about. She's like, you've got to use this. You've got to try it. And she knew that I was postpartum, you know? And so when you're postpartum, your progesterone is actually very low. Um, you're four days after giving birth, all of your hormones crash out almost like you're in menopause. And then, you know, they slowly rise. So they're at the highest they're ever going to be like the day you give birth, the day before you give birth, they crash out for it. Can you imagine that like roller coaster that's right there? The things we women go through, you know, we have so many <laughs> that those hormones, I mean, there's so much more obvious in us than they are in men, but the men have it as well, but go yeah. on. So bodies are so incredible and resilient. Okay. So, um, came up from school, what called her, I was like, i I yelled at my class. It was awful. Like, I know like something in me is not right. And then she was like, Shelly, come to my office right now and get this serum. I mean, she basically forced it on me because she knew what it was going to do for me for lack of a better way to describe it. She forced it on me and I'm grateful. So this was on a Tuesday and I'd heard the story. She had told me the stories about it, how it was like coined this marriage saver and happy mama and no anxiety and brings back all the things that you lose, you know, and mm -hmm. I didn't tell my husband that I was starting it. Not because I was trying to be deceptive or manipulate him, but I wanted to, like, this was before I really kind of got into the oily world. And I was like, it's still kind of, I don't know, you know, let me test it. You wanted to test it. Test it. See if it really works. So I was like, you know, let's, let's see what he says and started on a Tuesday. And by Thursday, he was like, Shelly, what's wrong with you? You're like happy. You're back to your normal self. You're like in a good mood. I was like, well, this right here. He said, please. This, this little thing is kind of oh, helping me. He said, please never run out of that. Always use that. You are so, <sighs> I mean, I am, I'm a happier woman when my progesterone is in balance. When all of my hormones, we all are, when all of our hormones yeah. are in balance. So, and so then, you know, ordered another bottle. And then just from there, what I was added to some educational groups um, on Facebook. And I just kind of self-educated about how oils work, not only for hormones, but for anything and everything. And just the therapeutic quality when you buy the right ones um, work. So yeah. on the same note, did you know that there are enough bottles of lavender oil? Well, there are not enough lavender plants in the world to create pure 100% therapeutic grade lavender oil as there are bottles. So they're Which, clearly adding something else to it. Right. Exactly. So be careful of your source, check your source, do your, I did my research, do your research. Um, but in general, it's pretty safe to say that any kind of grocery store or natural food store oils are going to be diluted 
in one way. Or TJ Maxx, where they have them there all the time. <laughs> now, diffusers, well, those are good. Like, I buy Target brand diffusers and all that. But stuff that I'm going to put on my body or in the air, or even I ingest some of the oils that I use are FDA approved for ingestion. Um, so actually, the other day, I have a little scanner that tells me kind of what my body could work best from. And it was telling me parsley, parsley. I was like, okay, that's weird. I didn't know why. I still don't know why. But I used it and I ingested it because it's an ingestible oil because the way that the, co the company I use, the way that they distill their oils is just with water, straight water, nothing else. Mm -hmm. so they don't use alcohol or anything no like that. Straight water. Um, and their commitment to purity is this. We will let the oil go out of stock before we adulterate it so that we can sell it. So they're, they're really all about let's give the best quality and, and sacrifice the money, the, the, um, basically what the leftovers, cause you want to make sure that they're all high grade. Yeah. Yep. Which, you know, and I was actually not in related to oils, but like I was just having a conversation with my husband in relation to working with well-known brands, you know, like there's some things where it's like, Oh, you can skimp around the edges, you know, the edges and stuff. And then there's other brands where like the company stands behind their word. And okay. when a company stands behind their word, you know, yeah, you're going to pay more, but like you're paying for that quality and for that great customer service and for the backing behind their products. And so yeah. I know like the brand that you work with, like they, they have backing behind their products and, you know, if anything were to come up, I'm sure they would like work to resolve it, you know, or like any questions that people would have, they'd be like quick to try to find out because they, they know if one person has a question, then there's gonna be a lot of other users that are gonna have questions too, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, they actually have a, I see Sarah, before we move on, Sarah here is saying that even some brands that are good are pre-mixed um, with like a carrier oil. So you're still not getting, it's still not 100% straight. I call it plant juice. <laughs> yeah. All. Yeah. Straight. And that's, a, that's really what it should be. Parsley actually, parsley and cilantro are great heavy metal detoxers too. Yeah. There's, there's, but, something, it was trying to rid itself of something. And I did like four capsules of 10 drops each of the parsley. I just I smelled parsley, you know, it gets your bloodstream and you can smell it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Because, because it's all connected up and like it goes through the goose station and then into the nose. Like, cause if you can't smell, you can't taste. And so those, those work hand in hand. So it makes sense. Speaking of that, if you're like feeling kind of sinusy or like, you know, you, you do feel congestion coming on, what do you recommend utilizing? What are some of the go-tos to go after? Ah, uh, man, if you put a drop of the FDA approved, um, uh, oil of peppermint in your mouth, it's just going to like not only freshen your breath, but really just open up those sinuses. Wintergreen is really good too. You do have to be careful using wintergreen about around infants. And I'm talking like Sedona's age, right? Yeah. Like young, young infants. It so could, peppermint is okay with infants then? Yeah. And you know, it's, again, it's, it's based on, in my opinion, um, based on the baby and the mom and what they're comfortable with. So for example, when my son was, I don't know, he was young, like Sedona's age or younger. Yeah. Like a month or two, two uh, months. Yeah. Yes. A month or two months. One of us had a respiratory something and I used an oil that had, it was a blend, but it had winter green in it. And, um, we opened the windows and turned the fan on. He didn't have a problem with it. And I, I have, whenever I use oils on my kids, I will, test it out. I will dilute it with a carrier oil, but I will also test it out like a very small 
drop, you know, half a drop, a little diluted um, on my hand and on their foot to see how they respond. But, you know, there, there's so much uh, bad reputation, negative talk about essential oils and babies and kids and animal uh, plant uh, pets and animals because of the brands that do use solvents or chemicals in their dilution process. I've yeah. never had an issue with my brand and it responding negatively to me or my kids. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think, you know what, and it's like very similar, like no matter what brand, no matter what product you're working with, there's like, especially in the natural, and I'm going to air quote that right now because there's so much greenwashing that goes on. That's like, Oh, this product is natural or like, and you're like, okay, well, why wouldn't it be natural? If it's, if you're using like parsley and plants and everything else, what the heck else is it if it's not natural? I mean, like for a dramatic example, when people are out buying chicken, which I'm like now vegan, so I don't eat, eat meat, animal products anymore, but either way, it'll say like natural chicken on it. And you're like, well, what the hell else is it if it's not natural chicken? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And I mean, that's like an extreme example, but I mean, there's so much greenwashing in the beauty product industry and the... Um, and the beauty product cosmetics, you know, and the like body wash industry and everything like that. And even in our dish soaps and our dish soaps and our obviously laundry detergents, it's like all natural or plant-based and all natural. And it's like, you turn around and you look at those ingredients. You're like, I can't even pronounce half of this shit. Like I got to look it up, excuse me for, you know, cussing, but it's like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like as a consumer, you do need to do that self-education or like listen to people like yourself that are like, on fire about this because you're like, I want the best for me and my family. Like, I don't want anything less than that. You know what? I want the best and I want the cleanest. I want the purest and, you know, not to beat anybody up for like not knowing. But once you hear this, it's like ignorance isn't always bliss. So, you know, start doing your homework and then wonder, like, there's a lot of things that you might think are normal as far as like symptoms you might be experiencing, like being congested all the time, having headaches, um, could even lead to um, like the way you smell, like the body odor that you're giving off and stuff like that. Like your body's always going to release things. You like Shelly was saying, like through the largest organ in your body, which the skin is like your third kidney. So whether you're eliminating through excretion, like urination or through, you know, number two, you know, it's going to come out in your skin, right? Breakouts. That's a whore. Like th those are all hormone related type things. And so you really want to be cognizant of what you're putting on your body. So Let's, let's talk more about this. So what other ways are you using, using the essential oils in your household and with your family? I use um, a cedar wood and lavender blend, sometimes with Roman chamomile at night in my kid's diffuser. And just there's a, there's a specific kid blend that I like to use on my kids um, to protect the growth of their cells so that, you know, any kind of DNA disruptors don't get in there and attack their cells, but not only that during the day, but help to help them sleep at night. Um, mm. Back to the greenwashing, I use a, I don't even like you said, don't like to call it natural. It's, and it's toxic free. It's, it's, um, it's a cleaning product. I have one bottle of cleaner in my house for my entire house. And that's all that I use. And it's, uh, super concentrated. So when it comes, I can dilute it into different ratios. If I want like a degreaser or if I want just like a basic counter spray, um, I can use that. I use a similar product to clean my veggies um, because unless you buy organic veggies and fruits, then they are covered in pesticides and pesticides yeah. tend to be hormone disruptors. 
um, Roundup. Roundup is what is sprayed on <laughs> everything. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Monsanto. Yep. Like we can totally go there because when you're dealing with essential oils, you're, you're working with plants and the purity of the plants and Roundup is sprayed on everything. That's a whole nother conversation around how they're like ruining the crops of local farmers trying to do good things, provide good quality products and like produce for our people. But then the Roundup literally like goes off onto other crops and it's damaging the other crops. And they're like, oh, it's, we're doing it to kill off this bug. And it's like little that you know that like the earth that we live on and like God provided everything for a reason. Like some of these bugs are like feeding off of not good produce is what they're doing. Right. Or if it's dying produce, similar to inside the body, like when people get parasites and stuff like that, parasites can only live on a host that is dying. So like cells inside your body are dying off. So that's why you're able to get a parasite. Like parasites can only live off of things that are the appropriate environment for it, which we want parasites to break down carcass on the side of the road so it can decompose and go back into the earth, right? You know, earthworms, similar thing. Earthworms like are actually a good thing to have in your garden and stuff like that because they're helping things to decompose and get like movement and to like aerate back inside the soil. So I'm going on a whole nother topic train, but either way, like when we're talking hormones and like, you know, health and everything else, it's like, um, Oh, Sarah. Yes. She's talking about another super topic, toxic, um, hemlock. It's natural. And, and yeah, natural is a catchphrase to get us sucked into byproducts. It's exactly what it is. Like, that's why we really have to do our homework. I mean, even some brands that we like, like, I'll go ahead and say it like Myers day. It's like, Oh, we think that we're doing a good thing and it's more expensive. So it must be good. And you, it's like, no, really, you can kind of make your own, go ahead and buy some Dr. Bronner's unscented Castile soap, and then put some essential oils in it, whatever essential oil you want to use. Guess what? Now you've got good, clean quality soap. And then guess what? You can use that same Castile soap for your hair, for your body, for your child's body. You know, <laughs> you have to dilute it in different ratios. You can use it in your laundry. So Here's an example of how, just like you're saying, you have one bottle of clean, well, one essential oil combination that you use for cleaning everything in your household, using it in different ratios. So like, we don't have to be so worried about, heaven forbid, our toddler were to get inside of the cabinet with all those toxic cleaners. Heaven forbid they were to ingest it. And that's one thing that all these cleaners are very clear on. They're like, don't let your children ingest this. Just like the don't put the plastic over top of your child's head for suffocation. Like, you know what I mean? Like obvious things. Um, but when it comes to this stuff, like you clearly don't want them to drink a whole bottle of it, but you know, it's not going to do the damage to them. Like it would if they were having these harmful chemicals that shouldn't exist in our world that we've created to disinfect and clean and clear whenever we can use natural products. That was true. Natural products. Right. True. Non-toxic plant-based plant juice. That's like, yeah. Oh juice over natural because natural is a green, it's a greenwashing term and so yeah. we, there's because there's no regulation there's nothing no no you don't have to pass any kind of standard of regulation when earlier when you were talking about uh, like the cosmetic industry there's no regulation the only the regulation i know of for essential oils in order to be called air quote 100 percent pure essential therapeutic whatever it just has to have five percent oil that's it that's all it has to have isn't that crazy You've got to learn your companies and do your research. Okay. And so back to what you were saying about toddlers and under the sink, that was a huge one for me when my, my now five-year-old, when she was, when I first discovered this company and the, the hormone oil, I discovered they had this um, non-toxic plant-based cleaner 
And I thought, number one, it's incredibly cheap. It's the cheapest cleaner I've ever come across. Number two, it's versatile. Number three, if my kids get a hold of it, I don't have to call poison control. They might not feel so great, you know, or whatever, but, and I don't lock up my, my under the counter sink anymore. I don't have to, mm. um, because I don't have that. That is huge. I mean, there, that, that fear isn't there of like, what's going to happen or, you know, what am I going to do if they call poison, if I have to call poison control? So, yeah. Yeah. So like, that's another big thing that I know people switch is exactly what you're saying. So like, because of their kids, like you want to provide the best thing for your kids. Now, do you utilize any of these for any of, um, you know, maybe clean, like uh, body wash or anything like that with your kids? Yeah, for sure. And one, one big one that we switched to was toothpaste. Um, we want to avoid the fluoride that's in toothpaste. Uh, we are told by the dental industry that it keeps our teeth strong and keeps the cavities, cavities away. Um, it's a Band-Aid. What you, our teeth actually are able to remineralize. That our, yeah. our bodies work toward health and, and regeneration. And so when we give it what it needs, it will remineralize. Um, I went Amen to-, to that. I just have to say that because you know, that is like everything. We're like, let's ignite the innate intelligence inside your body. Like your body wants, to, it's always like your innate intelligence is always working 100%, which is that spirit, that life force that lives inside of us that we have that's housed in our nervous system. But when we have toxic things that we're bombarding it with, it's still going to work 100%, but only going to be working as good as it possibly can based on the information it's receiving. So continue on. <laughs> No, exactly. You said it well. The So the fluoride we want to avoid. Um, and of course, the sodium lauryl sulfate, which is a known carcinogen. It's what, so we think we've been, we've been trained to our credit. We've been trained by our culture that if it doesn't bubble, it doesn't get clean. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like I need to have the bubbliness for my hair. I need to have the bubbliness for my dish soap, you know, whatever it is. Yep. So in the ingredients on your toothpaste and your your shampoo and your dish soap look for SLS. It may be labeled as SLS or sodium lauryl sulfate. That is the known carcinogen that makes the foaming action. And so when I learned that and I learned about the toxicity of fluoride, I said no more. And then on top of that, the synthetic or artificial sweeteners that aren't sugar, they put into your toothpaste to make it, you know, taste good or minty or whatever. Yeah, which is aspartame, by the way. And a lot of people are like, oh, but it's diet Coke. And it's like, yeah, that's pretty much worse than like even the processed sugar that you're getting with your regular Coke. Like the aspartame is a neurotoxin. So it's, it will kill your brain cells is what it does, like your nerve cells. So, yeah. So, yeah. So I found the same company makes this toothpaste with clove. Well, lots of things, but clove is what remineralizes teeth. Mm. And, uh, let's see. So when I go to the dentist, I go, because insurance covers it. I mean, let's just be truthful. I'm just yeah. going to walk the you know go through the uh, steps of going because I can in case something does happen but I don't eat a lot of sugars or refined carbs anymore so that contributes to not only gut health but you know gut health is related to dental health anyways um, but I've started using this toothpaste that is formulated with clove essential oil and the clove remineralizes the teeth and so when I went this time this has never happened to me and I'd be curious to know if anyone else has had this experience where the hygienist, and of course I asked for fluoride free, you know, cleaning, whatever. And it's on my, my 
chart so they know that. So, and you can, you can stand up for yourself and say, I want the fluoride free, you know, don't, uh, anyway, so. That's helpful to know, you know 20 because minutes. I didn't know that. I haven't been to the dentist and I can't tell you how long because I'm like, I don't need to based on, you know, so I'm on the same page, but that's good to know that you can request a fluoride free cleaning. So thanks and, for sharing that. Yeah, for sure. And I wouldn't go if it wasn't covered by our military insurance. So I just go just because I can. Um, but she was done cleaning and normally the dentist comes in to check, right? She was like, okay, you're good. I was like, uh, the dentist, she was like, you're good. Like your teeth look great. You don't need to see the dentist today. So she just cleaned and she just let me go. So yeah. Look at that. So they always say like less is more. So like, you know, if you don't hear back from the doctor, like after having something checked, it's a good sign. Right. So <laughs> that's so that interesting. We switched um, the toothpaste. Yeah. All of our shampoos, body washes, bubble baths, um, bath bomb. My goodness. Don't get me started on bath bombs. <laughs> Have you been having a lot of fun with them is what you're saying? Well, no. What I'm saying is the toxicity of your conventional oh. Versus Gosh, the bath bomb that uh, that I use that is by this company that I that I work with. Yeah. Yeah. And you could totally make your own bath bombs, too. Like once you know, like what I mean, if you wanted to, like, right. not saying people have all the time in the world to like, let's just make a bunch of bath bombs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I'm so with you on that, because, you know, even like the thoughtfulness of people buying like you know, beauty products, bath bombs, especially like with new moms and stuff. They're like, Oh, you need to relax. Let's buy you a bath bomb. And it's like, or, or the products that you're using on your kids and stuff like that. And it's like, I'm going to be, and I don't want to call myself snooty, but like, you know, because I'm a conscious consumer, I'm going to be very wary of like, well, I'm going to have to look at what the ingredients are on that bath bomb. You know, if I find time to actually soak in the bathtub now as a new mom <laughs> um, or whatever the product might be. So you know, maybe like making your own stuff is helpful or having a reputable brand that you can consistently buy from and then know that you can still have the enjoyment that you want or the smells that you want out of whatever product it might be. Right. Yeah. Speaking of reading ingredients, it's our, our kids watch us, Sarah, I see your question about shaving cream. Um, send me a message, Sarah. Yes. I have, um, some that will work for you for your husband or for men. She said, of a yeah. clean okay. Um, so, I, I just, anytime I buy something or look at something that I haven't used, I automatically turn it over and see what it says. And so the other day, my toddler, my two and a half year old, he picked up a box of something and turned it over and read the back of it. I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> and I realized he watched, he doesn't know what he's doing, obviously, but he watches me and he, so he's learning. He's learning that it's important to know what goes in your body and on your body. He doesn't know that's what I'm doing, but my point is they're they, following, they're listening. And so you're instilling wisdom through them, like parroting you and observing you. So look at that yeah. Yeah, until he's, you know, he can read and, and you're going to be able to talk to him about it. Like, this is good for you, baby. Like, this is like really good for your body for, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. So that's one, so funny. Uh, one way that I talked on that same topic, one way I talked to my daughter who's old enough now to understand what we eat and why we eat. Um, we call it good buggies and bad buggies, you know, cause in our, <laughs> in our gut, we have good and we have bad buggies too. But so I'm teaching her how to make a decision on, okay, she picks up this whatever food product or, you know, whatever she picks up 
okay, is that going to feed your good buggies or your bad buggies? So I love that. I love that. And that way I don't all, I'm teaching her the independence of making your own decision, educated decision. And I'm teaching her how to read labels and how to decide, you know, lately we've been working on balancing our fats, carbs, and proteins. It's just so, just so cute. Lately she said, Hey mom, uh, if I eat a protein, can I have a dessert? Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, that's a really, that's a, such a wise question right there. True. I'm like you, she understands the concept that we're not just going to eat macaroni and cheese and chocolate. Like that's going to, I mean, do more than just spike our blood sugar, but you see my point that our inflammation kids, overload is what will happen, right? <laughs> it's going to happen right there. So it's just incredible the way that our children, they just mimic who we are and what we do. And that's on a whole nother topic. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We could totally do a whole nother conversation talking about that. I was like introducing you before you joined on and letting them know, like you were such a passionate mama with your kids, you know what I mean? And like, it's like exactly that. So anything, you know, that you can do the best for on how to educate them, how to get them, you know, to start reading, you know, reading labels and knowing what's good to go inside their good buggies, bad buggies, you know, and, yeah. and, and talking with them and, and not just, putting technology in front of them, which is what's happening with so many kids all over the place. And we're seeing how it's affecting them socially and then how it's affecting them, like as far as what they require, as far as stimulation and look how just you educating yourself and then wanting to instill that upon your kids. Like it's, they're becoming, they're going to become conscious consumers themselves, you know, as far as, as what normal should be for them that we live in a world where it should be normal, where it would just be easy that we could just pick up any product and know it's going to be good for us. But exactly what you, to rewind back what you were saying with in the United States, you know, where we like have all these regulations and all these things seemingly having regulations and not necessarily when it comes to products and stuff, because it's all about making the buck. Um, like even in the cosmetic industry alone, there's like over 400 and like 20 something ingredients that are banned in the in the European countries that they don't allow in their cosmetic products, but they allow it here in the United States. Yeah, yeah. that's disgusting. Why it, it, here in the United States are we like, like, why do we allow over 400 of these like plus of these toxic ingredients in our cosmetic products, our beauty products, our baby products, etc. But yet, you know, at least the European countries got got it and know it better than that, that like, no, they're not going to toxify their people. Yes. And we, we assume and we trust that if, if it's in the store for sale, that someone's looking out for our good and that it's safe for us to use. That's not always true. That's why it's so important to be educated on what is, a, a, you know, a neurotoxin or um, whatever is, is covered in pesticides. And even if it is covered in pesticides, you can come home and wash it with a cleaner and it's going to be better. But like, what is the best thing that you you know but then like it's also any 20 thing right like yeah have a cookie sometimes it's not gonna hurt you like live a little but on the same on the same side what is your overall lifestyle choice gonna yeah. be and how do you educate and train and, and support yourself on that truly right it's, and people like you and me and all of our circle of people that are educated i, I am <laughs> I'm formally educated as an art teacher. Uh, I am self-educated on a lot of things, uh, but you know, so formal education doesn't always translate into 
and yeah. to what really, yeah, I, I could go on a whole nother topic train because clearly I have formal education in chiropractic and I still have to learn BS stuff because we have to learn just as much as what a medical doctor does. We just don't focus on pharmaceuticals, which is a huge portion of their education. Right. But just similarly, like as I go back, like learning about viruses and learning about the quote germ theory, and it's like, that's not even true. It's not true. So that's gonna be like a whole nother awareness for people and everything. But it's like, old information is still being instilled, even in us natural, holistic practitioners and everything like that. Like we're very aware and like trusting in the body of needing to do what it needs to do. But then how do we support it to truly get it to a normal, like a normalized state? But like things that we're learning as far as like how health is, it's still like old information that has been like outdated. But like, that's what we're getting tested on. Yeah. So like, I have formal education in that. I can tell you exactly what it looks like, you know, as far as, you know, you see this little thing that like gets pinpointed on top of a, a off top of a host. And it's like totally disregarding the, the nature versus nurture or the fact that the environment matters more than this little bug that's floating around and suddenly attaches to you and attacks you. Like, it doesn't work like that. It's like, if your environment is supportive for that thing to attach to you, then, or quote, attach to you, then, then your body will respond accordingly. But either way, so I'm getting off on a totally different tangent with that. But the 80-20 rule is so important because here's the thing, find your normal, like in the beginning, this, and I had a conversation with, uh, with a wonderful gal just last night in relation to raw food and healing your body with raw food and God's fruits and vegetables. You know what I mean? We were put on this planet for us to enjoy and everything else and all the healing um, elements of that. And as far as like how that should be normalized and how we've just totally brainwashed ourselves to thinking we need other stuff, but either way, even with that, it's like, we've got to be, be more regimented in the beginning. So you can allow your body to heal and truly witness what it's like to feel good because there's so many people out there that don't know what it's like to feel good. And they're like, they don't know any different. And because, you know, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, whomever else surrounding them also have these, symptoms or like issues they think it's truly normal right it's uh it's genetic and oh the way we were raised and the way we were taught to cook the way we were taught to sleep the way we were taught to have managed stress those those things just like my kids watch me read labels those things are passed down through generations and until we're able to break some of that generational misknowledge, um, the diseases are going to continue to exist. Listen to the word disease. Yeah. Dis-ease. Disease. Being. You want to be a being. Being. Like you want to be, you want to exist and be well, not be in dis-ease. Hey, oh my gosh. Yes. See, yeah. That's why we like, you speak my language, girl. Oh, I love yes, it. I love it. <laughs> exactly that. And it's like, so be regimented in the beginning so you can discover what it truly feels like to be and to feel good and what it means. And like, and then let alone what it does for your mind and your spirit and your energy and your connection, your connection with God and your connection, like spiritual, like that was another thing we talked about with raw food. And it matters like with like the oils utilizing for all the products that are all over the place in your air, you know, is when you cleanse, clear and purify your body, you know, true healing happens from the inside out. But when you cleanse, clear and purify your body, you bear witness, like a person who doesn't even consider themselves spiritual will become spiritual because you will see 
yourself as just this microcosm and this huge macrocosm of beauty that's all around us. And you will be connected to higher, like higher intelligence. And that's something that's beautiful that like it's, it's attributed to, you know, also utilizing clean products and then utilizing clean, like essential oils that you can create those products as well to allow you to connect to, to higher intelligence and allow you to realize that there is so much more out there than just, just this. Right. And it allows you to see the beauty, like to see through the forest as, you know, as people will say as well. And it opens your eyes and awakens you and allows you to be such a, not just a conscious consumer when it comes to products, but like conscious as far as your connection with everything around you and appreciation too. Right. Yes. It, it changes your mood. It changes your outlook on life. And it's not like, again, 80, 20, like, we're going to have ups and downs. Life is full of roller coaster. We weren't here yeah. to be in like a fluffy nest and for everything to be perfect because we need to learn what we like and what we don't like, right? right. Or what works and what doesn't work. Right. But find but your the... baseline, find your wellness line. And there are times you're going to jump below that wellness line because of just stress and toxicity and the culture that we live in. Um, another thing I love about essential oils is each bottle, each plant has a different frequency. The mm. two frequencies are rose and Idaho blue spruce. Um, and, and everything, you know, that, that word can kind of get a bad reputation sometimes of frequency and have this like woo woo idea about it. But everything has a frequency. Everything on this earth has a frequency. The, the frequency of illness, I forget what it is. You might know, Natalie, the, the actual megahertz of frequency when you fall below the wellness line. There's a yeah. frequency. And when Emotions you have a frequency. And so, yeah. I, okay, I'm, I'll just like, I don't know the exact frequency. I have a girlfriend who's like all over frequency. Yeah. But like frequency is consciousness. Think of it as like life. Like frequency is life. The plants have life. The, you know, like we have life. Our water has life. Like the soil has life. Everything has life. So it has frequency. And then with that, it's like the emotions have frequency, like joy, enlightenment, laughter. Those are high frequencies or you'll also hear it as high vibration, right? Like high vibrational things. So go on though. Well, yeah, no, that's just, that's just it. So another way that I like to use the oils is based on they're incredibly powerful for the emotional support. When you get below the wellness line, oh, <laughs> a lot of it is due to emotions. Our bodies are so incredibly intelligently designed and so smart that we will, we will bury an emotion and it will manifest as a physical disease because it is easier for our body to have the physical ailment than to deal with the emotional whatever. The emotional and it's the ego. It's like, it's like we as human beings have, and like we have that primitive brain, like the subconscious that has been wired from the ages of zero to seven. And then these higher level thinking brain that allows us to, you know, have fine motor skills and all these other, and, and to experience emotion. But then we have this part of us that it'll shut off for it serves a purpose at some point in time that we had that emotion to try to protect us. But there comes a point where it's like not supposed to chronically be there. And exactly what you're saying will like suppress it. And it's like housed inside of our nervous system and living inside of our body. And it'll get like, it'll manifest in the body as a symptom, exactly what you're saying. So like an emotion turns into a physical symptom. Go on. 
Yeah, because our bodies, it's easier for us to manage the physical symptom than it is the emotional symptom. So there are certain oils that pair with uh, certain emotions and feelings that will help you process. For example, uh, we store anger in our liver. And there is a blend that my company uses and, and that is formulated specifically to release the anger from the liver. You do, you put, rub it on top of the liver and, you know, as a, as a, uh, therapy, ritual yeah. therapy. and eventually the anger is going to release from your liver. And can you imagine the liver is what, uh, live er, <laughs> like you have to have a liver to live, right? And yeah. It's fatty and it's toxic and it's stored up with all of these it gets congested your liver is commonly congested exactly and if the liver is congested like things can't process through and it gets backed up even just the think about like is a constipated baby happy no like a constipated person isn't happy a constipated liver isn't happy yeah yeah I didn't even think about that because now I'm going into like, it makes me think about with crystals, which you know me, I know, you know, I love my crystals and everything, right? You got crystal earrings in too. <laughs> it just so happens whenever we start talking about like frequency and vibration, like crystals similarly are used to enhance, um, enhance like various frequencies because crystal, like they have life too. Like that's, you know, like there is such thing as what we call like a dead crystal, like maybe the ones you're buying at TJ Maxx, but you can quote, bring them back to life by like charging them with selenite. And that's a whole nother conversation and, and utilizing natural minerals, like natural plants to enhance. And, and with rubbing that on the liver, gosh, I've totally forgotten about the utilization of essential oils for the frequency purposes. And, and let alone, like I, I can talk about scientific, like other science as far as like how it like enhances through the nervous system and what areas of the brain it's going to activate, but then to literally know that it's going to communicate to the liver yeah, for the yeah. liver to, to decongest itself. You're right. Well, the thing about the oil molecules is they are, they're small enough to get into all of the little cells of our body. Oh, that's something earlier. I'm totally going back to what you asked. <laughs> jumping all around all over the place here. Hey, this is what this conversation's for. Like, this is how we do it. Yeah. Um, supplements, uh, the company I use infuses their supplements with essential oils. So it's able to take the B vitamin that's infused with nutmeg and push it into the cell so that it is more bioavailable. It's more ready for your body to use. Okay. I meant to say that earlier and I just forgot. <laughs> yeah. Well, and um, I'll just add on top of that, like in the mainstream medicine world, similarly, whenever they're using products and they're like, oh, like get your B12 or like, majority of the things you're going to see in GNC and all these other box stores where you're going to try to get what you think you have a deficiency in, or you may have a deficiency in, but in order for it to actually get absorbed in the body is it has to use a carrier, like you're saying, and it's not usually a clean carrier. Yeah. And, and so usually you're defeating the purpose. You're creating more toxicity in your body uh, and hurting it more than you are helping it. So just don't take it. If, if you're not going to take the one that is infused with, you know, the pure therapeutic grade essential oils, just don't take it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't. I mean, otherwise you need to have like the pure form of it, which is where, again, like mainstream medicine is like, okay, well, let's go ahead and like put it in an IV and, you know, that's for like severe things or whatever, like, you know, to, to in, put it right into you. But you could also be receiving it by having quality foods that you're putting into your body as well. And then utilizing the supplementation just for that to supplement 
Yeah. Until we can get to the root cause of like, why am I having a deficiency in this? Right. Or, you know, why am I having an overproduction in this? Right. Yeah. Supplements are meant just to supplement. Ideally, we should be able to get all of our nutrition and vitamins and minerals from our food sources, which again, it's a little difficult nowadays because of the fact that we've altered our soil so much. So like things are not at the high quality they once were. So okay. you may have to supplement a lot longer, but utilizing herbs, you know, and so I know like using, I mean, the essential oils when they're plant grade, they're essentially herbs. They're like herbals. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, well, it's, it's the, the oils are the blood of the plant. Like if you think about the life blood, it's the, the juice of the plant where the herbs are like the dried, whatever's left over after you pull the, the juice out. But yeah, I mean, they're a part of an herb for sure. Yeah. Well, and then, I mean, like, that that oil would be the carrier to keep the like to get like all benefits of that plant source inside of your body right that's why eating the whole plant is ideal like let me get a bunch of cilantro let me go to the grocery store and eat some straight up parsley like that's might be a little more effective than this oil but i don't know maybe yeah well and again like maybe not because you know the oil is completely like 100 percent pure whereas yeah. the cilantro you maybe you're or the parsley that you're getting in the store it's been touched and sprayed and has all this other stuff on it, right? Yeah. The most common essential oil for detox. That's a good question. I saw that. That's going to be, it depends on your detox. It truly does. Um, ah, is it Eric? Erica, Erica, shoot me a message and let's chat. Let's let me yeah. think on that for you, Erica, shoot me a message or else I'll forget to send you a message and, and I'll, uh, Oh, it'll come to, I'll tell you food wise, if you're getting like organic fruits, like pure fruits will, will flush things through your body pretty quickly. Um, especially, and then like sometimes for some people, when if they just are like juicing fruits even faster, because then your body, your, your digestive system doesn't have to work on breaking down the fibrous content of the fruit. So if you get it through juicing, like juicing fruits will help you detox things through your body quickly. Of course, everybody's different depending upon like what symptomatology you have, how chronic it is, how long you should do it. But like, it really will help things detox through the system really quickly. And then um, also juicing your vegetables as well. Like vegetables, I always think of fruits as are they're the like quick cleansers of the body and they're providing like tons of nutrients, biophotons and um, like super hydrating hydration and everything. And then the vegetable juice is really going to mineralize. That's like the, the builders as I like to think of it that way. And it'll help slow down the detox a little bit because there is such thing as people detoxing too quickly. Yeah. And then it, we call them healing, healing sensations or like healing, like in chiropractic, we call it retracing and stuff like that. We're like old symptoms as we're detoxing. It's like peeling away layers of the onion and like old unresolved emotions on old unresolved like issues that have been long standing in the body will start to come out and they kind of have to manifest temporarily in order to work it out of the system. And so I know you can utilize essential oils in the same way. I always like uh, lemon personally for um, like sinuses. Like I always tell people like, oh, do your lemon ginger tea. Like so you can ingest that because really the aroma of it is like it opens up your pores and purifies and your liver loves lemon too. Uh. And, um, and imagine that. And I want you to build upon this. And, and this is just me kind of going on another topic train is think about seasonally, like, okay, like what we just have been going through, like winter season, you usually think of like cinnamon, nutmeg, clove, like those are the smells that you like expect around that time of the year. And even like fall, fall going into winter, you expect that. 
Well, think about the stereotypical things that happen like, oh, the flu, oh, the this or that or whatever it is. Those are all wonderful for like antiseptic, antimicrobial, you know what I mean? They're so great for you inhaling it to allow it to perfuse through your body, ingesting it, right? Like, and then also having it aromatically in your household to cleanse and purify in your household. How cool is that? When you're going into spring, you want all the citruses because it's going to take whatever kind of toxicity you had in your body and just push it out, right? It's so incredible what the earth, the Lord gives us through the earth. It's so smart. Like eat your seasonal vegetables. In 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 the winter, it's your root vegetables, your carrots, your beets, your uh, potatoes. Potatoes, yeah. It's that warm, hearty food that's going to just fill you up when it's really cold outside, which gets me on another topic of like, cycle syncing with your entire cycle and eating for your cycle that's another that's oh well that's like and that's like so people reach out to shelly like and as far as like hormones and especially women's health right because that's what you're like truly like further been passionate about and like really emphasizing you've been doing on your stories and everything is talking about women's hormones right and that's what you're you're referring to is like the cycles within women's hormones quick side thing i have to say so shelly and i were like texting each other and kind of talking about like breastfeeding and everything like that and she started talking about like when around her like when she's cycling or around her cycle and i'm like when did she start like cycling like i'm thinking like (laughs) did you get like a peloton like what man, you're really like tuned in your body to know, like when you hit the peak of your cycling that, you know, like where your hormones are, I'm like, dang girl. And then I'm like, Oh, period cycle. Okay. That makes a lot more sense. Um, And for those of you listening on the podcast, you can find me over on Instagram with uh, the handle happiest Shelly S H E L L Y. And I'm sure you'll put that in your, Oh uh, yeah. But that's, that is my passion and my focus because I've lived it. I've lived the downside of it and I've come out of it without pharmaceuticals. That's my whole platform. I want women to be able to be educated. My job is to educate women on how to have healthy hormones outside of pharmaceuticals because pharmaceuticals hijack your hormones. They take your hormones away. They trick your body and it, it puts you in a place that's worse off than you were before. That's a whole other Topic but too. that's that right there is a beautiful way for us to wrap this up. So I literally was going to say, you know, Shelly, as we wrap this up here, what would be a word of advice or you're like, what are, what's something you just want to like share with the women out there? And I mean, that's part of it, but what else would you want to share with someone? Any like final words like, before we yeah. close up, if we're going to have to do like another conversation. So people like leave comments in here. Like we're recording this on Instagram live right now, but definitely for those that I are listening in on the podcast, on the igniting consciousness podcast, I'm going to put in there so you'll know where to find Shelly and you can follow her on Instagram and Hey, request, if you want us to have another conversation, we will happily do that. Right. Yep. So the, the two things I'll leave you with are, um, you are normal. The way that your hormones can make you feel, especially when they're out of balance. Um, it's not common. Excuse me. It's common. It's not normal. Right? So I say you're normal because the way you're feeling makes sense for what your hormones are doing to you and what has happened in order for you to get to the place where you are. But that's not common for you to go to a medical professional and for them to say, for you to say, I've got this symptom, this symptom, this symptom, this symptom, 
and for them to say, oh, that's normal. Uh-uh. That's not normal. It is common. It is not normal. So please reach out to me. That's my platform. There we go. I'll step off of it. <laughs> and the other, the other thing that I would really love to have a conversation with want to educate myself a little bit more about it is, is our infradian uh, rhythm and our clock. We as women cycle on 28 days and there are four cycle. There are four phases within that cycle. And that is not something I don't know about you that Natalie, but I was not taught that in seventh grade sex ed class. I was taught you've got your bleeding and then the rest of the month. No, there are four separate phases of your cycle. And we are meant to exercise differently. We are meant to socialize differently. We are meant to sleep uh, differently. We are meant to eat differently inside of each of those four phases of our cycle. And when we do that, that's what I'm calling cycle syncing. When we do that, um, we will be our best self. So that's, we are, we are a 28 day women, biological women, females are a 28 uh, day when you before after you start your period before you hit menopause right for so from like whatever 12 to whatever 50 so for the majority of our life we live in a 28 day cycle men's hormones are 24 hours 24 hours mm. we as women there's so much more i could go into but we are put into this 24 hour cycle culture and expected to perform equal to our male counterparts when our bodies are not meant to perform that way. For example, when you are menstruating, do not do HIIT exercises. Your body mm. is not that. It's, it is resting, it is sleeping, it is yoga, maybe a walk. Uh, and men's, okay, well, I'll just stop there. All that to say- Oh my gosh, we, can we do like, <laughs> let's have a conversation like focused on that. Okay. Like, let's do that because I mean, people already start reaching out to her. Like you can find her on Instagram and she's doing, she'll do like stories on there. I'm sure all your, like on all your posts are on that. So we'll have another conversation in relation to that. So that way we can really open it up more in, in, in the cycling of women's hormones right there, because this conversation that we had just really like opened up the idea of like utilizing, like from toxin free to greenwashing to like all, being aware of the household products that you're using and stuff you're putting on your body, cosmetically beauty, and then also like cleaning products in the household. And then like talking about hormone disruptors there, but then going on the next level of like, where you're like, this is, this is my platform is with women's hormones and, you know, being fully aware of like, here's what's going to typically happen whenever you go into the doctor's office with these things. And here's how you can help heal yourself. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Right? Your next live. <laughs> yes. So we'll do that on next time. Shelly, thank you so much for your time and doing this. I just absolutely love seeing you. I love being able to talk to you. And yeah, I'm just excited for like for everything that you're doing. And um, yeah, let's let's work this out. And we'll have another conversation again. I love it. Sounds great. Thanks for having me. We'll chat. Absolutely. All right. Bye now. Bye. See ya. Thanks for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you received lots of value out of it as I certainly enjoyed sharing. Could I ask that you please share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also bonus points, if you could leave a review for me on your favorite podcast app, that would be greatly appreciated too. If at any point you'd like to be on the podcast or have any questions you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, 
direct message me on Instagram or Facebook at Dr. Natalie Horine. That's H-O-R-I-N-E. Thanks again for listening. Now have an expansive and awesome day. We'll see you next time. Thank you.